When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? Got the wedding invitation in the mail. Uh, big, exciting moment. How are you feeling? Yes. Um, we have sent out the invitations. They're out. I feel happy to have that done with. Paperless um, <laughs> RSVP. Yes. RSVP. Is that the new way of the world? Is that what's going on? Or is that? Like- I feel like the mail's all out of whack. My dad's got some friends in Israel that he's trying to invite. I'm like, I'm not mm. waiting for this shit to get there and then back. And then it just seems so ever. Okay. Here's the thing about weddings. Sorry. Sure. To call- now you've given me the opener. <laughs> okay. Um, is that everything about like the way the wedding industry works is like, is all about like completely inefficient processes. Like even the idea of even sending an invitation is stupid. Like you're sending something over the mail. It's a lot easier to disseminate information via email or via like paperless posts, but it's like tacky. There's a calligrapher out there that is yelling at their podcast being like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Like (laughs) like, you're telling everybody we're, you know, like, uh, yeah, we're all doing things because they were done before, not because they're right. Totally. I mean, the fact that I spent one hundred and twenty dollars on stamps, which is like not even I'm not even like that. It's not that crazy amount of money, but it's just like for information that I could just so easily. It it adds up and it's like frivolous purchases like. Right. I mean, like, listen, um, this is a fun one for any man listening. Tell your girlfriend or someone you're dating or your wife. Yeah. Flowers just die. Who needs to buy flowers? (laughs) And and, because that like it's always the most miserable person with that opinion, like flowers. Like It's a really easy way to like kind of nudge at someone like it'll be a little prick in someone's side. Just like make fun of the idea of make fun of every single thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and so (laughs) there are things that like you just do, you know, like that's kind of the thing. It's like I'm just going to do it because like it seems like that's what everyone does. And like I do that with a lot of stuff. But the RSVPs, I was kind of I also have three different wedding events. So I'm like, I don't want to I don't know how to lay this out on paper. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In a non-confusing way to find out who's coming where. Well, it is interesting that like what you're saying, like I would assume there's the voice of your judgiest friend is in your head. Your judgiest friend talking about you is in your head like, totally. oh, no RSVP, oh, no invitation, went online, paperless post, and, and it's cheap. like, <laughs> cheap. yeah, cheap, <laughs> and you, you just hear this, right. like, I, I don't, like, and does that judgy friend even exist? We don't know. Like, I don't think anyone, we're all, you know, worried about someone that, like a straw man type of situation. 
Right. That's kind of the thing. It's like you really if to get through the whole process. You kind of have to like that. That voice is always in your head. And it's funny. Mm. I was thinking about like you like live screaming my event and like pointing <laughs> out all the flaws. If you were just like sitting at the in the ceremony being like, oh, I'll oh, be doing that in my head with this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I that's, that's kind the of the dress. What? That, uh, yeah. The, I guess the live scream kind of outs me of all the things I notice in a show. So if I notice it about a show, I'm noticing it about everything in my life. Right. But and I, I, like I that too. Yeah. Right. So everyone I, I get is. It. It. Yeah. They, that's the thing. I, and this is kind of plays into our first topic, the email. Like, it's like, if I'm doing it, they're doing it. Like we're all 10% away from each right. other. We're all kind of around the same, you know, it's, it's the great depressing part of the internet. Like, right. You know, finding out that like, Oh, the people in your hometown were a lot like the people in someone else's hometown. Were a lot like the people in the other person's hometown. The way you feel about dating and relationships is a, is way closer to whoever listen, you know, whoever you're across the table from getting a glass of wine with, you know. Totally. And I mean, the thing about weddings, or at least for that judgment aspect of it, is kind of like you just have to tune that out because what something that someone is judging you on someone else loves. And like, if you mm -hmm. did the opposite, someone else would feel that way about it too. Like everyone's got an opinion. And uh, as long as they don't share it with you, it's as a, as a comedian, it is very tough to not concentrate on the one person, not laughing in the room. Right. It is like I get on stage, I could be having the best time. And if it's one person in the front row, just like arms crossed, like, pursed lips i'm just like fixated i'm like how is everyone having fun but you like right. what like and and it's like it's the dumbest thing to be fixated on like everyone and sometimes you get down the rabbit hole of like taught you're like i'm gonna ditch this fun set i'm having just to concentrate on miserable Mc, mcfuck you know yeah i mean it's like the secret to happiness i think is is some sort of ability to tune that out which is very oh, very I difficult <laughs> the, the most difficult. I mean, like I get so many nice messages on Instagram. We get so many nice messages about this podcast. And it's like the one I need. I need a thousand nice messages to outweigh the one shitty one. Totally. <laughs> yeah. It's like and it's a sad thing. And then people say to you, well, just ignore it. It's like, nah, 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 nah. You <laughs> digesting that. Right, I'll take it in, internalize it, let yes. it ruin my self-esteem, and then move on. Yeah, because uh, it is playing to the worst parts of your brain, your most doubtful parts of your brain, so to speak. Right. I mean, doing anything, like, there are not that many pr professions where you get constant feedback from the general public about oh, your yeah. work. Like, if you work, if you're, you know... If you're in finance, there's not like you're not getting tweets about the trade you just did. No, like, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it does yeah. require a certain. But I mean, there's good part. You're also not getting anything positive. That's so true. Either. So it's nice. It's like a double edged sword. It is a double. -edged. I know right away if my TikTok hit hit the funny bone or not, you know, and totally you're and again, you're going to get that from your wedding. You're going to have people that are going to come right up to you right after and go. Love this. Love this touch. Right. Love those flowers. Love this. You're not going to hear, like, there's not one person, like, I'm not going to come up to you and go, yeah, the hope, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, you tried. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's not going right. to happen. Yeah, but, so that, but there'll be people who think it, and that's okay, because what that's okay someone, too. 
what someone thinks about me is none of my business. Yeah, and they're positive. stupid, a stupid <laughs> fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> what do, what's going on at Betches? Anything special? Anything to know? You know, we've got our merch for you up. If you guys haven't checked it out, check it out on on um, shopbetches.com. You have you up with benefits. You know, you've heard us talk about that a ton of times. If you're not subscribed, you should get subscribed because I've been hearing really good feedback about the episodes we've given. It's very intimate. I love them. And the feedback has coming. been nice. Yeah, I it's been very nice. You up with benefits. It's three bucks a month. Uh, you get an two extra podcasts a month. You get ad-free episodes. They come a day early to your phone. Um, and best of all, you can find it on Apple Podcasts uh, just by – if you're. it's literally like in the title of our show page. You can just hit that subscribe button. Also, if you search You Up With Benefits on Spotify, it comes right up. It's a whole different feed. So get involved. Three bucks a month. We'd love to have you. Um, I'm doing shows, which I've been – the shows have been fantastic. Thank you to everyone who's been coming. It's just been unreal. Um, I'm going to be do, – I'm doing some New York shows. There's there's one on my calendar. I'm opening for a good friend of mine uh, at City Winery. If anyone wants to come, those have been fun shows. Uh, I'm going to be in Connecticut next uh, this week. Tonight, I'm in Connecticut and all through the weekend. Um, I'm in – at Magoobies in Baltimore, Jordana's favorite club. Favorite. Um, Chicago's all sold out, so thank you guys for that. D.C., New York, Austin, Boston, Dallas, New Brunswick, New Jersey. So all across this great nation, um, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. How was Orlando? Did you go to Disney World? I didn't go to Disney World. I went to Top Golf. You ever been to a Top Golf? I went with Mike last summer when we went to um, Scottsdale, and I found it very boring. Really? I don't play golf, though. <laughs> well, I, to me, it's like the it's the place for people who don't play golf. It's like the place to do golf without feeling judged. You didn't like it. Right. Well, I mean, I, I don't even like – it's not even like – it's not like, oh, I like it. I'm just not good at it. I like sure. – I just th- find it to be, like, boring. To, I mean, Mike likes it, so I was like, oh, I'll try it. We went, but then it was like, um, he wants to play, and so I'm, like, sitting drinking in the corner while he's playing, and it's just like <laughs> – I was like, can't we just sit by the pool and do this? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a golfer and I loved yeah. it just because it was like something to do. Like, I, I think when I'm on the road, it's hard to like figure out what it is like to occupy the day. Like I'll work out, but like, it's just like, you know, what do you, how do you pass time? Like without naps. eating or drinking? Yeah. Naps, naps. eating, <laughs> drinking. Um, and it's, yeah. So I had a good, Orlando was fun. The crowds, just anyone who comes out that loves the show is just so nice and I said it last week, but like the the feedback I get from the clubs is really the most touching part. Like I like I guess other people who have people come for them, their audiences aren't great. You know, like I I, it is nice to hear that they're like and the people who come for you are the coolest, most fun. Oh, that's great. People like and you hear it from the club. You hear it from the opener. So like I think everyone who listens, like if you meet a you up podcast listener, you should know like. You're probably going to get along with that person. You guys are a very similar ilk. And that's why we want you to keep sharing the show. Right. We want you to tell people because we want more of your cool friends that you bring to these shows to listen to this podcast. So keep making your Instagram story. Keep sending in your stuff. Um, let others I, know. Let others know. Can I pimp out one more thing for a sure. friend? Go for it. Um, I have a friend, Ricky Velez, who's like one of the best comics out there right oh, now. Oh, yeah. I met him. He's great. Ricky's great and he's taping an HBO special like which is like that's like throwing in a bar mitzvah like that is like 
uh, of special days, that is a special. I, I I should use the word special seven more times. I I I just think it's like so cool. Like HBO special, like that's what you watch, like watch growing up. Like that's like yeah, that's that's the stand up creme de la creme, so to speak, of specials. So he's taping it in New York at Brooklyn Steel on August twenty uh, eighth, and you can go, you can go to the taping. So all of you just go to at Ricky Velez on Instagram and just go to the link in his bio if there's tickets still available. I hope there, I hope there isn't because I want it to sell out. But you, I, I, you guys might be too late. But if you're not. You're, it, this Get is there. your chance. To, and everyone's like, what can I do? What's cool to do in New York? Like, I think we do this thing where we're like, what's cool to do? And you go, I don't know. I just drink. You know, like I, right. you, you end up in the same place. Van Gogh, the Van Gogh exhibit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And now you're sitting immersed in Van Gogh and, and trying to like get through it. Like, yeah, this is a cool event with a great like I, you have Jared Freed rubber stamp of approval, like great nice. comic. Bring a third or fourth date. I feel like a third there, or fourth date there. Genius. To an HBO special, like you're a part of something that's really cool. There'll be like, you know, music and openers. and You have taste. Thing. The person yeah. will think you have taste. Yeah. yeah, you know something. Like how cool is it when you feel like you know of an event in New York? Totally. I dated, a, I dated like an event guy in New York. You did? Like he, he went to like all the things, the openings, the things. He, he had a man bun. Um, oh my god! I so, can't even see this. <laughs> Everyone says that when I date, when I when I say that I went out with someone with a man bun, they're like, I, "It's you? tough for me to." See. Yeah, <laughs> you uh, like I'm I, um fucking like Betty Draper. <laughs> I I don't know if it's a like I I guess I would respond that way to any Jewish woman who was like I dated a guy with a man bun. I'd be like, "What?" Like I turn into their mom. Why don't she get a haircut? You know, like. I, <laughs> You, what was, um, how did you meet the man bun guy? I, I mean, I think he he went to college with me, but I didn't really know him there. And I ran and then I like re met him at a bar and we were dating for a bit. And um, he would go, he was like obsessed with like all the artsy shit in New York. So it got me mm. into that. Like we went to the Guggenheim ex- like a, like exhibit or like, you know, some fucking juilliard that, stuff i don't know <laughs> sounds like you you're really, really interested into it. yeah yeah i i but it, 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 isn't it attractive though when he's like i got this thing yeah it's like he was always going to things and like yeah. he like knew of stuff going on and he was like out you know what i mean like he had interests which was nice yeah i i think it's one of those things like you know if you go hey i heard about this comic take being their hbo special i actually got two tickets Let's, I think this show's free. Also, I, I I think it's like just they want people in the room. Maybe I could be. Oh wrong. yeah, I've been to a taping of the, of those kinds of things. They are. I'm pretty sure they are free. Yeah. So uh, that's why I'm assuming they might be sold out. But just go check it out at, at Ricky Velez. But I'm saying like, you go to one of those things and you and you go, hey. So I got this like, I heard of this young comic. Like it's just like it's cool to be in the know. It's cool to, as much as we don't want to believe that. It's it's also cool to not be in the know. Like there's like two ends of the spectrum. It's like cool to like just be removed from it. Like someone is married and living in the suburbs li- listening to this show when we do have those <laughs> listeners going, oh, I'm so happy to not be in the know. Like <laughs> I'm not in the know anymore at all yeah. either. But That's okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think it's just cool to res- to be to respect the opposite of what you are. I'm like respecting whoever is in the know. It's, it's like me with people with man buns. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners ulta fenty beauty levi's adidas and so much more Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. What are we talking about today, Jordana? Today we are discussing how to balance dating multiple people at the same time. And I love this question because I love that it's from a woman. Yes. And it kind of, it's a good, I would actually say this is a good, um, episode to follow up our fuckboy conversation. Yes. Because fuckboy, we did talk about how like it is the trials and tribulations of someone who's out there and trying to be out there and maybe saying not really being as honest as they should be. This person, it's a woman writing in being like, I'm out there. I I mean, let's read the email because and and I, I liked her kind of dance with it like it was interesting to hear for sure she wrote hi jared and jordana i'll start by saying ditto to every nice thing the other emails always start with i really do love the pod i like that very efficient very efficient and also i i hope that she got the compliment we have given her at the beginning you know I, this yeah. is, this, this podcast might just be yeah this podcast admiration. just might turn into all compliments of each other right. well she doesn't have time to come up with original no. compliments because she is juggling many a man <laughs> Um, I have been (laughs) very inspired and motivated by hearing Jared repeatedly say IRL summer so much so that I've gotten full force back into the dating game. I hit the apps hard and lined up four dates in one weekend, four dates, 
one weekend. Oh my God, that is ex- I'm exhausted for her, but also it's nice to hear IRL summer. Get out there. You're vaccinated. Go. You're good. Ninety nine point nine percent. You're not. I, I, I don't, don't quote me on the percentages. You're not going to the hospital. Okay. You're good. You feel good. You're healthy. You're young. You're beautiful. You're sexy. Get out there. And if it's August, plenty of outdoor options if you're uh, if, if you're inclined. Yes. I did this because before this, every other update has ended up being fine, but typically not someone I'm interested in going out with again. So I figured odds were that that out of four, they wouldn't all be winners. But everyone <laughs> should should definitely take your advice. IRL summer is real. Four dates, one weekend. She's like, all of them will suck. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's the attitude we love. Yeah, yes. love it. Well, I like the idea of going. Can I think just to take a, a small side tangent about that thing? I like the idea of going into dates with low expectations of just like, I'm going to go out, have a conversation. Probably won't be the one, but like maybe it is. And I could also just could be like a fun night. I totally, to I totally, I, I think this is the best. You're totally right. This is the best attitude to have. The, the attitude of I might not like this person is the right. best first date because a lot of people, a lot of our listeners, and I'm in, I think we've all been down this road before where you go, this date better work out is a bad attitude to go on a right. first date, even though because even though there's people listening being like, like if there's stakes on a first date where you're like emotionally ahead of yourself, you're like, this is the perfect person. I hope they like me. I hope they like me is not a way to go on the first date. It's totally. I, it should be. I, you know, I hope we're a match. I, I uh, you know, I hope we like each other, you know, like I hope this totally. is a good, you know. Bethany Frankel has a, a little bit about that in her like first book, although that was when she was married. So I don't know. Take it with a grain <laughs> of salt. But she talks about like going out on a date. And it's like if you're if you were like if you're going and you're kind of like, oh, I need to meet my husband or this is a bust. It's like it's like gambling with like your rent money. Oh, you're like absolutely not going to win. It's going to be a shitty experience. And you come out, you're going to be like desperate. Scared you know money I mean? never wins. I Yeah, I, yeah it's uh, very true. So. All four dates I went on were great. I've already seen two of the guys two to three times more, and I'm planning on seeing the others next week. Wow. Look at Full that. schedule. IRL, yeah. baby. Love it. I have no problem becoming comfortable and making friends with most people, but determining if I'm going to be sexually slash romantically attracted to someone seems to take an unusually long time for me. Dates from apps are hard because I feel like the very first time you meet someone, it's like this weird, assumed romantic situation. But you literally are starting from ground zero and it just feels like a weird amount of pressure to put on someone you don't even know. I've never dated multiple guys at one time. So how do I balance taking enough time to decide if the chemistry is there while not leading anyone on and keeping my options open long enough to decide, especially if that amount of time might be like four or five dates? Do I make it obvious and mention to them that I'm dating around? That seems like it will come off like I think I'm hot shit or that I don't want anything serious, which isn't the case. Do I just try and guess who I'll like the best and focus on one? Or do I just keep spending time with them them all and hope some version of natural selection will happen? I say this realizing all four dudes could decide they don't give two shits about me by tomorrow, but I'm assuming worst case scenario. Is this what being on The Bachelorette feels like? But like the average looking person's version. <laughs> Thanks for the inspiration and hopefully the advice and IRL summer participant. I love this email. It's so self-aware. Love this email. They're totally right. I, I can connect with the the anxiety. You know, mm-hmm. I think that the, that's what she's feeling. And I, I feel them because 
you know, as I creep back out there um, into the dating world, it's like, you know, you, I, I think it's assumed that everyone's going. If, if you're on a date, they've been on dates with other people, like within a couple weeks. I would assume that, right? Right. I mean, it's tough because I'm not sure if this is maybe just me, but I feel like if I went on like three or four good dates with someone, I would kind of like think they probably weren't sleeping with anyone else, but I would probably be wrong mm. because I tend to like would focus on them. But I think if I were in her position and I was also seeing three or four guys, um, I would be like less likely to think that. But I, I think a lot of women tend to, if they like someone, they tend to be just like zone in. Them. Yeah. Well, how do you, yeah. I mean, there's so many questions here. Like I, I guess, I guess for like, do, do they say something? Would you say something? No, I wouldn't say about would like not. the fact that I'm dating other people. No, yeah, I don't think no. that's necessary unless unless one of them was like, I would like to be exclusively dating you in sure. that case, in which case you're confronted with that. Um, well, this is why this is why, like, I got a Instagram question about, like, how do we have the talk? And the talk has come up on this podcast many a times. I think one of our first few episodes, we had like a big debate about the talk and whether right. it should happen or not. And I've come around to the idea of like, this idea of like just announcing how how you feel and you have kind of the talk with yourself. So like if someone was to go on the date and say, I'm having a great time dating and the other person would have to say, well, I'm only dating you. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, it, it's almost like it's it's kind of like this cheat code to like having a talk with someone is like, well, you don't. Yeah. Just well, you're saying not saying how it I for feel. the answer. Yeah. You're no. not saying it to get an answer. You're saying it because you feel a certain way and you're just communicating how you feel. But then you can obviously judge the other per like judge the response of the other person in the sense of like, are we on the same page or not? Well, yeah. And they have to kind of come out with that at some point. They mm -hmm. have, you know, like it's it's I, I compared it to like farting in the room. You know, the person either goes, did you fucking fart or. <laughs> they leave the room, you know, like it's one or the other. So right. if you say like, so, but I'm not saying this person should do that, but I'm saying if the, if it, how would it come up on a date? The only way I could see it coming up kind of comfortably is like, well, I've been, I'm on the apps and that's just, and they're kind of like, so I could see on a date being like, yeah, someone saying like, yeah, I'm on the apps and it's kind of shitty and whatever. And then I could see someone seeing, you know, hearing that and going, Oh, wait a minute. I should let you know I'm off the apps. Right. You know, or yeah. I am on the apps as well. You know, like it's a that's the only way I could see it coming up. Yeah, I could. I, I, I think I could agree where that would come up naturally, especially that early in the game. If we're not talking mm -hmm. about like three or, you know, like a, lo a much longer time. in. No, it's not like five months. And we're right. Know, yeah, this is like where that would be like dates. you would assume that someone wouldn't wouldn't be. Yeah. I mean, what do you think this person does about like. They talk about the sexual part of it. And I'm like, I, I don't I think this is like kind of like in your best interest that you're like, it takes me a while. So own that. That's great. Yeah. Like the way I you think said that's it fine. Here. And then also, like, if someone's not interested in waiting for that, then like, great. It's kind of like the, the natural selection thing. I think all I mean, in the ideal world, everyone is dating four or five people at the same time. And natural selection sort of like narrows it down to the two people who are the best match. It's like, oh, if I if I'm if I'm a guy and I'm dating someone who doesn't want to have sex until date five and I'm not interested in that, then I'm out way before that. Yeah. This is like where the fizzle outs come in. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you know, someone, <laughs> the difference between fizzling out and ghosting is that you like the person. 
Right. Yeah, like, oh, we just fizzled out. Oh, you didn't like them. That guy yeah. ghosted me. Oh, you thought he was right. Well, it was one a, side. Yeah, you yeah, were dumb. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, you were dumb. So it's like, <laughs> I think the the fizzlers will fizzle. Like you have to kind of trust in that. I I don't think we can give you a strategy. Like, you know, I've gone on dates with a few different people in the same time I frame, I guess, and. It's never come up. Have you ever had a situation where like you were dating, let's say, like two people at the same time and you had to like choose? Well, here's like- the thing about dating in general is like tick, 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 tick. The clock is always ticking. So it's like and and I think it t- it's and it restarts at every turn. So you meet on, let's say, dating app person. You meet on a dating app. You start, from the minute you match, tick, 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 tick. Okay, now you start talking. You know, tick, First tick, date, tick. second date, third date. Well, first date, uh. second date, third. But even, <laughs> even in the beginning where it's like, you know, you start talking, you feel when this has lingered too long. You know, there's a feeling of like, when's this? number exchange going to happen when's this going to happen so then you exchange numbers and now once the numbers get exchanged tick 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 now we reset the clock you reset that kitchen clock because now it becomes okay numbers exchange when is a date going to be asked for and then the longer they don't ask for the date the more you start to distrust them the more you wonder what they're doing here the more you wonder that's where this whole pen pal thing comes up then you make the date okay tick tick towards the first date you get to the first date you have a great time. Restart that clock. When does that second date? The longer it goes, the more you go, where are they feeling me? How am I feeling about this? Is Where do I kind of stand? So, you know, I, I you do get in the situation where it's like, okay, I've been on dates. I've been on one day with that woman. I've been on two dates with that woman. I got clocks going. Both the clocks right. are going at the same time. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and you got to tick, 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 tick. And it gets louder and louder and louder. And you're like, tick, 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 tick. And to the point you have to go, I'm either going to text them to like try and reset the clock without a date to be like, hey, this week's been crazy. Like this week's been crazy. I've been busy is a reset of the clock. They're keeping your ball in the hypothetical air, so to speak. Right. They'd like to like put the timer on pause, you're saying. Kind yeah, of. They're, right. they're, they're like looking to basically reset. Hey, this week is crazy. Next week, I'm back in town. Would love to do a day Tuesday. Now you've given yourself a full week and you get to Tuesday. Do you know what I mean? Right. But I don't. Well, that happens a good amount, I think, with people that are dating multiple people. They kind of have to like rearrange schedules to make sure that all the clocks don't, you know, go off on them. Right. Because to, I think to say like, oh, I'm dating other people is to sort of demystify. If someone told me that they were dating other people, I would immediately be less interested in them and assume that they weren't interested in me. Yeah, it's this romantic versus practical thing where it's like you practically, you know, they're dating other people. Romantically, you're like, I don't want to be told that. Like, I want to like, I, you know, I'm doing my thing. They're doing their thing that you want to. Oh, and will they, won't they? Like, will they, won't they is fun, you know? And right. Well, do you believe then sometimes, I mean, to an extent, like, do you think there is any sense of you're as likely to settle down as your options at the moment, at least for men, maybe more for men than for women? It's a famous Chris Rock line. Yeah. You know, Chris Rock and his. Well, he says, tambourine. I think he makes it more about loyalty. Like he's like, are you only as loyal as your options? But is this yeah. like I'm 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 tweaking it a bit for the sure. scenario to say, like, are you only as like committal? As um, your, 
I mean, there's people out there that are screaming yes because, and they're angry at these dating apps and they're like, there's so many options. So that means everyone's, everyone's kind of no need to make a decision. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone can be tossed aside because you can find someone as good as, if not better for you, if you just go on your phone. So a lot of people aren't like getting into that commitment. I do think when someone's after you, they're after you and you feel that. Like I, I do think if someone like is giving you the attention, you feel good about it. You, you, you never sit there wondering, well, it's been a couple weeks. Are we going to go out again? Like I, and I think, I think like I have to remind myself of that. Like, are you going on a date you're excited about or are you going on a date because you're, the clock is coming up. And I think a lot of people get kind of caught in that too. Right. Well, they're also probably like, well, I'm not sure I would like to like not, it's not like a definite no. So maybe I should keep the clock going just in case. Well, that's the problem with dating four people at once. And it is, is, and that's the, what this woman's running into. She's like, you know, it's, it becomes back to the casino example. You're like, I, I don't want to, stop playing at the table with this guy because they might be, they might surprise me, you know, like I don't want to lose out on this fine person, but it's like, you're not looking for fine. Like, I think it's, I think this person has to like be real with themselves of like, that was fine. You know, because it is easy. I think also if you're like on four dates, you start to like become an actor of some sorts where you can make it fun for you and them no matter who they, the person across the table is. Like, you can fake being this persona, I think. The persona of what? Someone who's, like, down to date? Like, well, no, like, first date you is not okay. seventh date you. Right. <laughs> you know? So <laughs> if you're on first through three date, one through three dates, you, you it's, t- it's tough with four different people. It's kind of a lot tougher to be like, was I just having fun because I would have fun with anybody? Right. Or was I having fun? Yeah. (laughs) It's the most narcissistic way to look at it. Like, but that's, I think a lot of people have that issue. Am I the common denominator in all of these great dates? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So I think when, you know, this person has to like kind of dig a little bit on themselves to go, which one of these were fine. And, and, and also you have to be okay getting, having this all blow up in your face. Like the one thing she writes, I say this realizing all four dudes could decide they give two shits. They don't give two shits about me. That's an interesting line because that's kind of what keeps her with all four. Because at the end of the day, let's say she makes a choice. She goes, Nope, this one guy is really the one out of the four that I'm really having the best time with. And he's like, uh, see a bitch, you know, like, (laughs) well, that's how it's different than the bachelorette in the bachelorette. All the guys, there's no other woman. All the There's no other women, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And they, you know, they assume you assume they all want you, you know. So mm-hmm. that's the tough part is like you have to be willing to fall on your face in dating, right? To be able to date, I think, and, and I, that's the pro. And also, you have to be willing to like, you know, I, I think for a lot of guys, you have to be willing to be like, why am I, you know, you have to be willing to be like, I don't want to just be physical with all these people. I, you know, the being physical with everyone here would be not a great move for me because uh because then you're in fuckboy land now you're now you're <laughs> you know right. we well, went the on more four dates, dates and, the more dates you go on the more yeah, we, you're right you're in that uh city yeah we went four <laughs> dates and like th- we get that email all the time i went on four dates with a guy and then he bailed 
We were we didn't even have sex. Why would he go on four dates and not have sex? And it's like, yeah, because he saw that sex was going to be a thing that made it took you to a new level that he didn't want to be at. Yeah. And it's like sometimes the first dates were just fun and that was it. I don't know. It's hard. This is a hard situation. I, I don't I don't believe there's a leading on in this unless what do you think about the leading on part about this? I don't think it's leading on unless she's saying things that are that she don't doesn't believe to be true to any mm. of them or yeah. like to me like that's to lead someone on is to make them think that you are more serious than you are. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just going on dates and having a good time. Like there's nothing yeah. more. And you're saying like, Hey, sex is really something that uh, I come to the conclusion on pretty late in the process. And that's, what's just what it's going to be. Totally. And again, I think like it's the beauty of dating this many people at once is that you can feel more confident in keeping to your standards that much more. The key to dating well or dating and empowerment in dating is knowing that like if this doesn't work out, there's someone else out there that it will work out with. And yeah. it's that knowledge that makes you be able to have standards and be able to be selective and be able to find someone that's actually a good match for you and not just take whatever's given to you. Totally so I like agree. this dating four or five people thing because it's just like a really good reminder that like this. And I think that's why we we often get really upset when we date someone and it doesn't work out because it's like, will this ever happen again? Mm -hmm. There's that fear. Mm -hmm. And I think when you date multiple people at once, there's the sense of like, okay, like this is great. It's going well, but if it doesn't work out, there's many other people out there. Totally agree. I, I, I love this. I love the email. Totally. Everything you said is right. And it's also the one responsibility is to yourself. You have to make sure to check in and go, yeah, that guy wasn't it. Right. That guy's not it. He's nice. Not it. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E. F-O-O-D-S.com. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. 
Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Leaf Fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Hi, J&J. I have a fun story for you about a Tinder hookup that took a weird, unexpected turn. So I matched with this guy who was in town for a temporary job. He was from France, and I can't recall ever going on a date with a French guy before, so that in itself was a new experience for me, culturally speaking. Wee oui, wee, oui. let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> we, de- we decided to go to a brewery and have food and drinks. He couldn't drive, so I had to pick him up from his host house. I love that. Uh, this is the best part about this is that because he's French, everything is kind of hot. You know, he's like, yeah, I mean, he, he didn't even have a car. I got to pick him up. This was great. You know, like, to oh, me this sounds like a very non sexy setup. Like, I'll, <laughs> even I'll, if he's French. She let him off the hook. She's like, he's like, so. This is just what French people do. They just let other people drive them around and then um, they get wasted. I'll let you finish the story. Yeah. (laughs) So this guy is just like, oh, madame, you must pick me up. Like, I just like that, like, because you're from somewhere else, it's hotter. Like, if I had moved to England, would I be, would I be more? And you had a host family? (laughs) Hey, in America, you pick me up. Right. And <laughs> like if I went to France, would I be hotter for not being French? You'd like be I don't know exotic. if that happens. Would I be? But like I don't think that happens in, for Americans like it does for other people. Unclear. Yeah, I don't know. I would like to know from our Eng- we we have a lot of English listeners. We have a lot of England people, but I Yeah, what is I, the take on Americans? Are they like, like less hot or more hot than Right? Like if I was like British people. I show up to London and I'm like Hey, everybody, I like McDonald's. Oh, you American. You know, right. say <laughs> like, McDonald's again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like just because this guy's French, he's like, pick me up at my at my house and hold on. <laughs> I'll be in the car murder. in a second. I have to go take a dump. Oh, he said dump. So cute. You know, very like, French of him. Yeah. Since he didn't have to drive, I'm assuming he took this as a chance to pretty much drink however much he wanted, i.e. about five IPAs, if I remember. While we were eating and getting to know each other, immediately he took the opportunity to place his hand on my knee. And when I say place, I mean I mean he was squeezing my knee. I could only assume at the time that physical touch is a large part of the French culture. So I just wow. went along with it. Yeah, anything is French culture if right. you're from France. Um, as the date ended, I had made my mind up that this would probably not go anywhere. No connection on my end. He was pretty faded, but I was still down to see where the rest of the night went. Should have ended it there. I took him back to his place. We hung out in the kitchen for a few minutes and began making our way upstairs. I had a feeling this was not going to be a good hookup, but I just said fuck it and went through with it. We started the hookup and clothes were off, and he said he needed to grab something from downstairs. When he came back, he had a bag of chocolate-covered peanuts. I assumed he had a sweet tooth, but thought it was weird he would grab a snack in the middle of hooking up. He came back into bed and proceeded to tell me that he has a fetish of feeding chocolate to his partner while lovemaking. Can anything be a fetish? Yeah. In France, (laughs) we feed the woman. I decided to just go with it and see what it was about. She's like, well, maybe I like it. If someone was like, I got to feed you chocolate while we fuck it. 
There is. I, I, I could do some. It seems non. Some you know, raisinets. Not that uh, crazy. Yeah. He got on top of me and forcefully shoved chocolate-covered peanuts in my <laughs> mouth while we basically, while basically jackhammering me at the same time. And when I say jackhammering, I mean he would go as fast as a fucking rabbit for like ten seconds, then stop for five, and then go at it again. It was not pleasurable for me, and I'm pretty sure I could have choked on some damn chocolate pretty easily. I want to say it was like two minutes in, and he was done. I would say this is probably the quickest and weirdest hookup I had ever experienced. I immediately, after I put my clothes on, exclaimed it was late and got out there before he was ready for round two. No, thank you. The next day, he texted me asking me for a ride to work. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's the best in, part. Yeah. In France, the this woman guy- drives me to work. <laughs> This guy just got his apps mixed up. He thought she was like Uber. He thought it was Uber this whole time. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyways, thank you for the guys for the fun show. I'm a longtime listener. Look forward to more episodes. Uh, this is great. Yeah, this is. He thought it was Uber. <laughs> hey, I'm at the corner. Um, you here? In He's like, France. oh, I guess in a in America, the Tinder and Uber are not the same app. <laughs> yeah, they have a similar picture. Yeah. Uh, in France, the woman picks up the man for work <laughs> the next day and pays for his lunch. Yes. <laughs> it's our culture. Yeah. I do find the only the only thing I found that I could sort of relate to about this is I have found that in hooking up with Europeans that they mm. are, I would say, a little bit more sexually aggressive. How so? Uh, what, what's your I don't want to speak for. I don't want to speak for all of them in my limited experience. Okay. With like, when was the last European man other than the man bun guy? That guy was was oh. was from uh, Westchester. Oh, I'm so <laughs> embarrassed for his man bun. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe like a long time ago, like seven, eight years ago. Um, so I can't I can't speak for all of them, but I found like. And I don't even know if I've had sex with any like European men more like just made out with them. I find mm. that they're like their their makeout style is a lot more like more tongue and aggressive. Yeah, they, they would call it impassioned, but you For would call sure. it more tongue. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> I would call Wait, it a lot. So yeah. I, I have a question. Us. The rabbit fuckers. This is a thing like I, yes. I I'm aware of like just especially from this podcast. People write in there like and he fucked me like a rabbit just just went to Hammertown. And so I'm uh, try to be aware of that. Have you come across the the, the rabbit fuckers in your experience? Totally. Yeah. It's is, like it's a thing. It's a thing. Is it is, is there anyone I, I you know, you, you hear from women harder, but that doesn't necessarily mean faster, I guess. Well, here's the thing. I think there's 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 parts of sex where like that sort of jackhammering thing like can be OK. Mm. But like it's more like if that's the whole thing. Sure, like you need a little you know switch I mean? There's up. no like foreplay or finessing. It's more like you're yeah. kind of like this doesn't with like and the person just kind of like it feels like almost like they are like jerking themselves off. Interesting. Your Using you, you're the fleshlight at that point. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. no like you know what I mean. It's like there's sure. it's not it's not like a full body sensual experience. It's like they're just going to like get. Has a guy off. ever gone so slow that you wished for the jackhammer? Like, have you ever had the guy go too slow? This is I'm just really sure. asking questions for the male. I think you could see that. But point. it's again, it's easier to say like. Go harder. a little harder yeah. than it is to 
hey, easy like, there, right. uh, construction foreman. Slow down. <laughs> right. yeah. With your jackhammering, yeah. And it's, I, I could understand that. I, and I could see that with the chocolate experience being just very like, <laughs> what is going on here? Is that the foreplay? I don't know. It, is that? It's all a lot. I, I Yeah, the, the chocolate thing, it's not weird until it's bad, you know? Like, right, until it's like forceful and like. yeah. I, I, I don't even understand what the fetish is other like it's also funny like chocolate covered peanuts he just got he like comes in with a bag he's just like yeah the handful, I guess they're like, his right yeah so I don't know what would you call this one I would call it the nutter butter love the nutter butter like the nut or the french fuck I don't know that's all I got what do you have I had the chocolatier okay uh, <laughs> that sounds very French I love it yeah Coco the rabbit chocolat chocolat <laughs> That's great. Coco the Rabbit. Um, the Hershey Hammer. Uh, Hershey Hammer. I, Those are all very good. Yeah. And then let's read. Uh, Maddie had some good ones. Um, choking Hazard, Chocolate Bunny, the Easter Bunny, the wrong kind of choking. Yeah, that's. Uh, Chocolat. Chocolat. That's my favorite. <laughs> what, uh, what would you. Red Flag or Deal Breaker? Like. Um, yeah, I would say this sounds pretty unpleasant. I would, I would probably yeah. be a deal breaker for me. If a woman started feeding me, I, I don't know what I would think of that. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know if I would be. Someone Twitter, wrote. Someone I saw tweet, that in your tweet. Yeah, the tweet. Someone <laughs> tweeted like there has never been a deal breaker for Jared on the awkward sex. Awkward sex. Yeah. This You're might like, be my oh, first. You know, they're smoking a cigarette while texting their mom <laughs> while having sex with me. Like, that's cool. You know, I kind of admire it. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, listen, they're a multitasker. You know, I uh, no, I this one, I would be like, what is this? <laughs> you know, like I would have to right. stop it to be like, why am I being fed right now? But I do like chocolate covered peanuts, so I don't know. They are good. I don't know, if, like in a sexual setting, I guess it's more sexual than like feeding me pizza, but. I'm a I'm I'm a savory guy, so my that, that might Same. be the other or problem. umami. Yeah, <laughs> bring some ramen in next time. Yeah. <laughs> umami. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code UUP20. 
Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's do another email. Yes. All right. Hi, J&J. Thanks for all the laughs and advice. I actually found the pod a few years ago while I was doing research on podcasting for a journalism project and have been a listener ever since. Interesting. Look at She was professionally chose our show. That's a she she saw all the other shows and she was like, no, this is the one I stick with, which I love. Love it. My question, when and how is the best way to bring up not knowing if you want kids? Like most people, I spent a lot of time over the past year thinking about what I want to prioritize in life. After some soul searching, I realized that having kids isn't necessarily part of the future I want for myself. I like kids and I can't wait to be an aunt, but the idea of being a parent doesn't feel right to me. I'm sure you you can hear it in the email, but I'm not 100% either way. I'm leaning towards no, but I know... But I also know I'm 24 and this is a nuanced decision that will evolve with time slash circumstances. I feel conflicted because I want to be honest about the ambiguity I feel, but I also want to be upfront about the fact that I don't think the mom title is for me. Agreeing on wanting or not wanting kids is a foundational part of any long term relationship. How do I navigate this type of conversation while I'm still not sure what I want? I don't want to be unnecessarily serious about the future on date one, but it doesn't feel fair to let things go too far with someone who knows without a doubt that they they do want kids any advice would be appreciated thanks so what do you think i was gonna ask you from like the male perspective how you would feel you know i i enjoyed this email because let me start by saying i the i don't want kids thing comes up on these podcasts and it gets very people get like very offended they hear so they some people hear someone say i don't want kids and they take that as you made a mistake for having kids. And then, right. you know, and then there's other people that hear someone like this where she's like, she's like, I'm not totally sure yet. She, you know, she even says she's like, I'm 24. I don't want kids. I don't yeah. see myself right now. And, you know, so even if you say like, it, like if you say to someone who says, I don't want kids right now, and then you go, well, you know, it might change. Then the people who don't want kids go, they get really mad because you're like, well, don't tell me to change you. Everyone says it might change. It's like, I don't, I right. genuinely <laughs> don't care whether you want to have kids or not. And I have friends, good friends of mine that are just like, they're like, we're not having kids. And right. their relationship is like totally different because of that kind of part of their lives. Like just the way they kind of operate and go about life. Different, so, like better. I, I would never say better like or worse. It's just different. You know, like I mm -hmm. when so you are choosing a lifestyle. So like, right. You have to understand that your lifestyle isn't for everybody like this person. I think it's great to go on a date and go and be honest in the way they were with this email. Date one. Ah, if it came up, like I wouldn't right. like the, I think if me, it came no, up. If it came up, thing. there's no right yeah. or wrong for what should come up on a first date. But like if someone says like. Yeah, and my my you know I have a niece and nephew, and I you know when when I have kids, I think that's like a good entree to like, hey, I'm I actually have thought about that. 
that's not something that I see myself doing right now. You know, right. if I heard that information, I would have to think about it. Yeah, I, that that might not be the lifestyle I would choose. Right. And if that person is not into that about you, then they weren't going to be into that ever. And like, it's probably, you know, that's that's probably a, a good thing. Like, I think you can I think you can say at any phase that you want to say it. Like, if you feel like something's getting serious and you want to say it, then mm -hmm. you can. I don't think you can be like offended if someone's like, well, then I guess this isn't really a match. Yeah, I and, um, and the problem becomes when you start. The, the problem becomes that like they they become rip cords in case of emergency. So and you have to believe what it's right. like with COVID. Like with COVID, <laughs> you have to believe the COVID excuse. You can't yes. say to someone, "Well, you're not. Well, you're taking it too seriously." You could never say that to someone. It's the same thing for like, "Hey, I'm not. Th I don't want kids." And then you go, and then the person goes. You know, we've been dating for a month, but I, I've thought about it and I do want kids. So that's why we're breaking up. You can't go, oh, you just did that to fuck me. Like you right. kind of have to take that excuse. Yeah. And, and then you and then if you say, well, now with you, it's different. They could even say to you, I don't want to be the reason you made that change. You <laughs> Which know? is how you really know that they want it out either way. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, no, I'll have kids tomorrow. Um, yeah, right. you know, the, again, then you're in a tennis match of shitty excuses. Well, I mean, we have we have talked about this where like sometimes those things are, like you said, built in excuses of like, um, you know, a reason to end things that doesn't vilify the person. So if that because yeah. I think people try to do as much as they can to not make the decision like about them to get out of like taking ownership of that decision for ending something. Mm -hmm. So they'll try a lot of other ways like, oh, you you know, the COVID thing, like I don't feel safe necessarily. Or I mean, sometimes it's a legitimate thing. And but I think but sometimes it's not. You have to accept it, though. Like, yeah, it's like when you it's like when you well, start dating someone in another state. Mm -hmm. Like and and I and I always say to people who are like, you know, they're like, is it worth it to date someone who's long distance right off the bat? And I go, anything's worth it. Like, but also right. this is going to be the reason you break up if you break up or, right. you know, nine out of 10 relationships don't end in, in marriage. So, so out of the nine out of 10, if you start with a guy that's far away, he's still in that nine out of 10. So you, if you're like, oh, and then they can use that to go, eh, this distance a little more work than I want. Right. Well, I mean, that also just perpetuates, I think what we've said before is that the reason that someone ends something doesn't really matter. It All that matters matter. is that they didn't want to be with you. Well, in the that's same the way thing. That you wanted to be with them, <laughs> and all that and all that matters is that like you are finding the match for you. So when you say to someone on a date, like I'm actually thinking about this, this whole kids thing after the pandemic is not for me, um, and also being honest because this person did say it, like um, they're they have a little bit of ambiguity about it. They're like, you know, and that might. Your ambiguity could be the reason they ended. Your mm -hmm. not wanting to have kids could be the reason they ended. You know, it doesn't matter as long anything as you were you. Anything could be a reason be that anyone could end anything. Totally. So yeah. the the idea of like when to bring this, like to me, it's like bring it up. Fucking fart on the date. You know, like let people deal with it. Would you, if someone, if you were going out with someone and they weren't sure, would you be fine with that? Um. Personally, this obviously isn't like a thing about like. No, per I, I, I guess I would, I'd probably end it, you know, because right. I was like, I, I'm in a different place of life where I'm not ambiguous about that. Like, I would like for that to be in my future one day. 
not right. today, but like <laughs> you know, sometime in the future. So right. I, I don't think it would be fair for me to keep going out with them. Yeah, and I think that would be right? fair on your end. Totally. What if a guy said to you, he's like, I don't want kids. Would you have kept going I, on dates? I think similarly what to what you're you're saying, I think that would be like a little, I would think of it, if I did want kids and I wanted to be in a relationship that was moving towards like something serious and long term, then I would, I would have to because mm. otherwise I would just be dealing with a problem later, like in a year or two and it would be much more painful than dealing with it now. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I, it's it's one of those subjects that gets so lit up with emotional responses. The no kids, kids thing that it's like that no one wants to just deal with the reality of like, yeah, people just aren't gonna shop at your store. You know, right. like this is like you know this is a version of capitalism. Like you know, you'll get some shoppers or you won't. Totally, and I think it's kind of almost like anything else out there that you kind of like maybe is a little bit different than like the mainstream normal response to things or like way of doing things that if you're like it's okay to have a different way of doing things doesn't mean it's better or worse but that it works for you and if the person like it's kind of like that sober conversation we had mm -hmm. um i think on the lightning round where it's like totally cool to be like sober by choice sober because you have to be whatever it is but like there's a lot of people who are not going to be a match for you and that's like totally fine but there's going to be a lot of people who are like into that or fine with that and like Cool with it, too. Totally. Let's play some games. Let's do it. We have some good red flag deal breakers today. UUP at Betches.com. The realistic ones are really killing it. Like this this one, this first yes. one. I can't wait to read this. Do you want to read it? You, I'll, I'll I, let you. I, I feel like you'll do a good this. job. Yeah, with the, I... I I need to read this, please. Okay. Jordan, thank you for allowing me this <laughs> I opportunity. I must. It's calling to me. Okay. Hi, J&J. Longtime listener. First time writing in. Thanks for all you do. Red flag or deal breaker. He writes you a poem after three dates. Backstory. Was dating a guy in early 2020 and things were going well between us so far. I was into him and we already had slept together. At the end of the third date, he told me he wrote me a poem. I thought that was weird, especially after only knowing each other for a few weeks. But I was also intrigued and asked if he could read it for me. He didn't bring <laughs> the poem with him and wrote it down on a piece of paper from memory, which was odd. The poem was about how he felt needing someone new and the possibility of it blossoming into a relationship, which was fine. I was looking for a relationship. Yet it was quite cheesy. As he was reading it, I felt embarrassed for him and had no idea what to say. <laughs> I pretended I liked it and overlooked it because I liked him. But about a month later, he ended things with me because he said we no longer had any chemistry. <laughs> so, so the poem wasn't a deal breaker for me. But should I have seen that ending coming since he came on so strong? For context, the guy was 26 and I was 27. Here's the poem, by the way, LOL. Thank God she sent him the poem. I cannot wait. I can't okay. wait for the emails from all the girls that he also sent this poem to I, I, to come in. <laughs> Saying I got the same poem. Sorry. So is 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 this? A, yeah, because we get that all the time where we'll read something and someone will be like, I got it too. You know, totally. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think one so, of the most recent one was the video where the guy sent like, you think you're very beautiful. Yeah. And like it was <laughs> didn't have anyone's name in it. Anyway, I don't do this often. If someone says I don't do this often, they do it all the time. They okay. Do it it doesn't matter often. what. It is. I don't do this often, but I, I thought I should get into. I thought I should just send you a video and not be like one of those other guys. Yeah, you are. 
the other guys at that point. Okay, so is it called the bold writing here? Is that the name of the poem? He named the poem? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think so it's I'm called gonna... the What Are You Looking For poem. Okay, so... And also, she says... Should she have seen the ending coming? Like, listen, I think that's like a very... That, that's an interesting way to phrase it. Where it's like, should you have seen the end? You're going to... These things are going to end, you know, or they don't, you know, right. like it's like you, hindsight you're, 2020. Yeah. If you're avoiding any, you liked him enough to stay in it. Um, also, you said this came after sex. So it's like it's hard for me to believe this was like some sort of love bombing situation. Like it seems like the, the same person who would say chemistry wasn't there, isn't there anymore is the same person who would write a poem. Right. Because like, it's like everything it's all, deals in romanticism. Everything's in extremes, too. Yeah. Okay, so let me read it. I'm going to read it in my best poetry voice. You ready? I'm ready. What are you looking for? By the douche. I added <laughs> that. How many days does it take? It could be an even or odd number. Who made these constraints? I was not expecting this. Cold air to the face. You were a shock to the system. I have many thoughts. You have many questions. The answers stick to the wind like glue. Nerves are tense at first, but you are the antidote. Worries fall away like little leaves with the season. Matters like this should not be caged. Hopefully this blossoms. Luckily the fun is watching it grow. Okay. This guy read this out loud to her. (laughs) Unbelievable. I mean, ballsy, ballsy, ballsy. Also, it's like interesting that like you use words in poems that you would never use in like real life. Like, like what? Nerves are tense. You are the <laughs> antidote. Like antidote. You think he's running around using antidote? Like right. this doesn't even feel honest to a person. Like you sat at a a wine bar in Murray Hill and this fucking dude used the word antidote. Like no. <laughs> Like you've got the the great love story. I feel yeah. like a lot of guys think women want stuff like this. Mm. Do they? Do you, do you don't think? <laughs> no. Do do they? I'm asking. Should I start? They, oh, do they want writing stuff? my you know not unless, my haikus? I guess there are certain. I think there, I think there. I guess there's certain women who would like eat this up. If this is on date five, what's the I mean, I would pay to be at this guy's wedding to hear his vows. How hilarious yeah. they would be. Well, it's someone who's like, what even what is this poem even fucking mean? Yeah. And I don't even think he kept to like, isn't there a way to write poems like he didn't keep to like. There's no rhymes. No rhymes. <laughs> if Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Put some effort in. Yeah, I, I would love this guy to read it. Jordana. No rhymes. What? Did you even try? <laughs> but it's like, what is he saying? What are how the many? rhymes are the fun of the poem? He yeah. took all the fun of it. He he made it like an like a like a like a dissertation. This is like a this is like a poem that like you would read about in poetry school. Like we want the fun. Bring the rhymes. Matters I could like, even right. Like what, matters like this should not be caged. Like what matters like what. <laughs> I mean, luckily the fun is watching it grow. If if someone said that on a date, 
Hopefully this blossoms. Luckily, the fun is watching it grow. I'd be like, oh, I would have to puke. I can't believe this guy had the nerve to read this out loud, but. Good for him. He has more confidence than I do. I will say that. Like, I. Yeah. Email us if you've gotten this poem. I have this weird feeling. Or a poem in general with rhymes. Okay. Don't fuck this up. With rhymes this time. How many days does it take? It could be an even or odd number. That's not. I don't think we're following like 979. Isn't there like a pattern but, that you're supposed to? It's the fucking Da Vinci code here. We were like, right. what does it mean? <laughs> How many days does it take? It could be an even odd number. Who made these constraints? Stick to like, the wind like glue. Yeah, that was his best stanza. I, I have many thoughts. You have many questions. The answers stick to the wind like glue. That could be a good verse in like a Dave Matthews band song. Okay, so you're saying he's got some potential as a potential singer-songwriter. I mean, I could sing that. I have many thoughts. You have many questions. The answers stick to the wind like glue. Do you think the I last? That's in, do you think the last stanza was about his penis? Matters like this should not be caged, <laughs> just like my erect penis. Hopefully, it blossoms. Luckily, the fun is watching it grow. Can you imagine if a guy said that to you in bed as his penis just like (laughs) slowly rose? I'm in a movie where (laughs) William Shakespeare comes back to life. Luckily, the fun is watching it grow. Oh, I. (laughs) It's very weird. I love her on the date. I, I would kill. Like, I think heaven would be being next to their table in a small restaurant hearing him read the poem. Oh, my God. You think he did it in public? He's, she said on the date. Oh, wow. I assume like when they got back somewhere private, that's to be. I don't know if I'd be able to like go on another date if they did that publicly. I, I would. Wait, hold be, hold I, on. I've got my paper. <laughs> yeah, right. I would turn to the table. I go, can you read it louder this time? I'm recording. So I can. <laughs> right. Say it louder for the TikTok. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Red flag or deal breaker? Obviously deal breaker. I think deal breaker. Yeah. Deal breaker. I'm out. I'm out at, I have a poem. Hey, nice to meet you. What if the poem was really good? It would have to rhyme so, it's got to rhyme. If it it was. It'd have to be like, J is for Jared. (laughs) If here's, here's what I would do. If someone, if I was on a date with a woman, she was like, Jared, you know, I've been having such a great time with you. I actually wrote a poem that, about kind of what we're doing here. I would say, (laughs) I would say, it's been really nice to meet you. Um, we're not going to work out. But please read your poem while I videotape you. I need to <laughs> tell everyone of my friends. So just before we get into it, you know? Oh, my God. I've been freed from this Jared Freed. <laughs> like the wind. The glue. Um, wind. The answers stick to the wind like although- glue. If anyone wants to write us a poem about this podcast, we will read it on air. How funny would it be that if luckily the fun is watching it grow becomes like a thing, like everyone loves it so much. We get so much feedback that we make Betch's merch. Watch like, it grow. That, that's, <laughs> yeah, that say luckily the fun is watching it grow in some capacity. And then this guy's like, wait, what's that? What's that T-shirt? What's it say? And the guy's like, that's my poem. You know, like it turns into like a phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. Let's do another. <laughs> okay. 
They're always commenting negative or controversial things or arguing with people on public slash mass Facebook posts slash accounts. Backstory, my friend's boyfriend is always commenting rude or obviously controversial things on local news Facebook local news Facebook account slash MLB sports team accounts. Uh, whatever way the algorithm works, because I'm friends with him, I'm always seeing these comments. It just strikes me as odd that someone would take the time out of their day to write something rude slash argue with people they don't know. That's a deal breaker for me. Um, if you're like, here's the thing about commenting negatively, and it, it's you're you're just an ass. Like you can on social media, you can just go move on to the next thing though you opt into these accounts so like right. you don't have ass- to i would assume that person has some toxic energy that's the thing they don't just leave yeah. it on the field they don't right. leave it on facebook yeah they're holding that around with them plus like my friends and i screenshot that kind of stuff for anyone we all might mutually know and send it to each other and laugh <laughs> about it so like i would assume anyone that i knew would do that sure <laughs> I mean, if you get into a discussion with someone on social media, you're angry the rest of the day. So this guy is just angry all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You've already lost, too. That's true, too. Deal breaker. Yeah, and he's using this out as an outlet, and it's public, so that's where it would annoy me even more. Yeah. It's a reflection on you. You date this guy. I mean, she's already doing this. This person's writing in. This guy, my friend dates him. You're judging your friend. Yeah. Let's do one more. Red flag or deal breaker. He says he doesn't eat any fruits or vegetables, but has recently started making an exception for blueberries. Besides the fact that I love to cook and try new recipes, I'm more worried about him getting scurvy. That's funny. <laughs> what do you think? Um, I don't know. Is he like seem healthy otherwise? Like, It is interesting. I'm trying to think if I would care. or I think it would like annoy me and I would try to fix it, but I don't know. I think it'd just be a red flag for me. It's interesting that you mentioned like the health, like if they're like literally like, you know, complaining about their weight or like they they want to yeah. get in shape and they're like, well, I don't and I won't eat vegetables. It's like, well, then you, I can't hear you complain about one thing while not doing the other, you know, like. Right. But if they like uh, look good and they seem like they're they feel good and they like getting their nutrients elsewhere and they yeah. just don't like the taste like fine. I don't care. I mean, yeah, it's not a big deal to me. I, I, I I'd be like, OK. That's cool. I the problem with the with the person that doesn't eat fruits or vegetables guy or woman is it becomes part of their personality. If they're like that's their right. like flag to wave, I'm like, okay, I, I don't need to t- I don't care. You know, like good for you. It's the yeah. I don't have TV people, it's the I don't listen to podcast people. I'm not a podcast person people. It becomes like their whole thing. And that's where it gets annoying. But if they just happen to not eat it, like Yeah, if you fine. notice it one day, you're like, wait, nope, no. No broccoli. Just keep passing on the peas. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So that would be. It's. It depends. Well, I think we solved dating again. Yet again, look at us. We did it. If you enjoyed this podcast, you obviously did. You're here right now. You're listening towards the end. Share, share, share. Let people know. Uh, you know, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff that helps us out a lot. And support the sponsors. If there's a sponsor here that can help you, then use that promo code and, you know, get with it. But uh, we'll be back on Sunday, right? Yeah, we'll be back then. And we will see you then. As we do. Goodbye.
You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.